Church. We are here to help each other worship, live, and rescue like Jesus. For more info on who we are, go to cpmodesto.org. Hey, if everyone could uh, find their way to a spot. It doesn't even need to be the spot you started in. You can always mix it up if you want. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, just we're all family, so. Uh... <laughs> yeah, what a, what a great morning, and we've just only begun. Um, so this morning is a little bit different. Um, this is the time of year we, we normally have our, our commitment Sunday, and, and we are going to do that. But um, one of the things, one of the convictions that we have really been under um, over this past year has, has been how the church really is called to be the body of Christ full of what I would even call priest disciples. And... We'll get a little bit more into that terminology next week. But I wanna read a scripture this morning. Um, and I want, you to, I want you to think of this scripture in, in a particular way. Because I think often we can maybe unintentionally read or hear scripture in a way that it it maybe tells us to stay in our place rather than it tells us we have a place. So I want to read this, uh, and I want to just speak briefly. 1 Corinthians 12, the Apostle Paul writes this, For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. If the whole eye were an eye, where would the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them, each one of them, as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. Then, then he says down in verse 27, he says, now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. What I love about what the Apostle Paul says there is, is that he, he says this, that we are, and, and to connect that with the, 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 the terminology that that, that Peter uses in First Peter that we've been studying. He says, you are all of one body that makes a whole family of God and you are priests and you are my disciples, you're my family. And, 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 and that is who the church is and that we are together in this. And, and, and God desires 
all of us, every, every bit of us. I don't remember if I've shared this before, but when Sherry and I were in London recently, we were there over the death of the queen and we went to the Tower of London and we were given a tour by the yeomen, the personal bodyguards of, of the queen at that time. And one of the things that he said, he said, I live to serve at the pleasure of her majesty. And then he corrected himself and he said, his majesty, without a pause or an opinion or a comment. We, the body of Christ, how often can we say with all honesty and intention that we live and serve at the pleasure of King Jesus? He's our king and he loves us and he's called us together to be one body who love and carry out his mission. And that's really what Commitment Sunday is about. As we celebrate today, we want to not only talk about one aspect of commitment. We started this year talking about intimacy with Jesus and how we grow in intimacy and how in Matthew chapter six, Jesus says, when you pray, when you fast, when you give, and all of that is under the umbrella of the assumption that you are meditating on scripture. Those are all pathways to intimacy to Jesus. That if we're not, we're not meditating on scripture, if we're not praying, if we're not fasting, if we're not giving, then we are choosing to handicap our intimacy with Jesus. God wants all of us, all the time. And so what we wanna celebrate today is families and individuals and, and the way God's called us to serve and the way God's designed us and where he's chosen to place us in the body of Christ so that we can, we can, we can fulfill his, his mission. I wanna read one other passage and it's Revelation chapter 19. And it says in John's vision, and earlier in, in Revelation, John has this vision and he, and he sees this book that no one can open. And everyone is concerned and all of a sudden he sees, he says, he sees a lamb as if it was slain. And only the lamb can open the scrolls because he is worthy. And then jumping ahead, chapter 19, John says, then I heard something like the voice of a vast multitude, like the sound of cascading waters and like the rumbling of loud thunder saying, hallelujah, because our Lord God, the almighty reigns. Let us be glad, rejoice and give him glory because the marriage of the lamb has come and his bride has prepared herself she was given fine linen to wear, bright and pure, for the fine linen represents the righteous acts of the saints, the body, the priesthood. Then he said to me, right, blessed are all those invited to the marriage feast of the Lamb. And he said to me, the, these words of God are true. You see, what our purpose is, what our mission is, is to bring as many people to the table 
that we will experience at the end when Jesus returns, that we will leverage our lives and everything we have to invite people to the marriage supper of the Lamb so that we will all be present and we will bring as many people to that great feast as possible. And so this morning, we're gonna do all these things and, 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 and we're, gonna, we're gonna hear testimony and we're gonna see people pledge their allegiance to that lamb in baptism. And so we have a few people who are planned to be baptized, but I also wanna give the opportunity this morning that if you're here and as you're listening and maybe the spirit is moving in you to say, and maybe you haven't been baptized, you haven't been able to publicly proclaim and attest to the, the lordship of Christ in your life, I would invite you this morning, if you feel that you want to also be baptized, if the spirit's leading you, then then right over there is, is Terry Blankenship and, and Chris Miller. And I'd love if you want to be baptized this morning and you didn't plan on it, but you want to be baptized because the Spirit's moving, then feel free to at any point go up there and, and meet with them and, and probably go sooner than later <laughs> because we're, we wanna get you baptized if, if you want to do that. You see, baptism is such an incredible thing. Baptism is a statement not just from, from you in this room, but it is a statement to the entire universe. See, scripture says that we've been baptized with Christ, we've died with Christ in his baptism, and we've been raised with him. And so the way we do baptism is an image, a picture of, of what, what we, how we died and rose with Christ. But even more so, there's two things that are really important about baptism. One is that baptism is the person who's going into that water is proclaiming and declaring that their allegiance is with King Jesus in the cosmic battle of God against evil. And it's saying, I pledge allegiance to the Lamb and I look forward to the feast, the marriage feast of that Lamb. And that's what we're declaring in, in the presence of, of all God's people. But even a bigger picture is that baptism is a cosmic declaration of victory over all the powers that rebel against God. And it is a reminder every single person who goes into the water and is baptized declares and proclaims to the cosmic powers everywhere that their time is limited and that the victory is already secure because of Jesus and what he did. And so this morning, we, we can celebrate and, and, and cheer as people get baptized, but I want you to understand that there is an invisible world that is terrified at the baptism of the saints because they're not cheering and clapping. They are reminded that they have no lasting power. And that no matter what this world looks like around us, there will come a day when they are finally dealt with and we, the people of God, will be sitting at a table at a feast with the Lamb of God. And it will be incredible. And so this morning, if you would like to also get baptized, I would encourage you to go over there 
at any, any time here. But before we do baptisms, I want to invite the chaplains up here. Um, we have a few chaplains that we want to commission this morning, and we want to do that uh, in, in your presence, and we want to do that. You guys can kind of come right on up here. And uh, our chaplain ministry, these are people who've felt a calling to be, to be here and around and, and be able to go visit people who need to be visited to <laughs> to share Jesus with those who need Jesus. And, and it doesn't mean that these are the only people because again, we are a priesthood. We are a body and, and we are called, all of us, to be ministering to one another. And, and, so, and so this morning, we want to welcome and commission uh, three new chaplains. And uh, this morning, do you have your, that's okay. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so I'm, I'm going to introduce, uh, this is Pat and Jerry Schumann, and they're joining. And uh, I think, we, did we have one more, or are we? Oh, oh, Ron Arts. he's not here this morning, but, but he's with us in spirit. And so we want, I would like you to all stand. I would like you guys to stand. And similar to the, to the family dedications, uh, these are, this, are this, this is the kind of army of chaplains who, who uh, are on call and given of their time and, and their, their hearts and, and, and of who they are to go and, and see those of us in the family, sometimes even being, being able to minister to people who aren't, don't even know Jesus yet because of where they're placed and where, where they minister. And so this morning, we're gonna pray for them. And uh, as you're out there, you can be praying, and, and I'm gonna pray for them. And uh, let's, just, let's, just, let's just let this be an example of how the body works and how we join together. And while maybe being a chaplain isn't your specific thing, there's parts that Jesus calls you to be chaplain to those around you and to join with others in their struggle, in their joy, in their pain, in their celebration. And so let me pray, let me pray for you guys this morning, and you can pray. And let's, let's kind of gather a little bit forward, and everyone, let's put our hands on each other, and, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jesus, we thank you for this morning, and I thank you for the Schumanns and, and Ron, and God, I thank you for the way that your spirit has just impressed upon their hearts to serve in a very specific way in the body of Christ. I thank you for all of those up here who have spent hours upon hours of, of going to sometimes hard places. That sometimes there's very little light, very little hope, but God, that they go because you are the light inside of each of them and they bring that light to those dark places. They bring hope to places that may be lacking hope and they care for people who are struggling. Father, I pray that you would help us as a body to help them and support them and run with them. God, may they just simply be examples of how we can serve and how we can act and how we can bring hope to people around us. 
Father, I pray that we would be able to hear their stories of how you're working when we need to hear encouragement in a time when oftentimes what we hear is is discouragement and negativity. Father, I pray that you would empower them through through the power of your Holy Spirit. Spirit, I pray that you would fill them to overflowing so that, that they, would, they would make a mess of everywhere they go for the, for the enemy. God, we thank you for how you choose to use us as your family priests. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You can have a seat.
sometimes he had me by the scrap of the neck when I was doing bad things. But um, I just wanted our marriage to be dedicated to the Lord. And so I rededicated my life when we got married. Yeah. How long has that been now? 35 years. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for elaborating. <laughs> have you surrendered your life to Jesus as your Savior and King? I have. And is your intention to live the rest of your life surrendered to Jesus in the community of the local church? Fully and yes. That's wonderful. Mary, on your profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. David, how long have you been following Jesus now? My entire life. Awesome. And what was it about Jesus that, that made you want to commit your whole life to him? Just coming back to this church at the beginning of this year, after being, you always ask questions, so just a little history. My, par <laughs> my parents were single attending this church years ago. They met, became married, had six children. I was sprinkled or baptized across the street in the old sanctuary 63 years ago. But I wasn't aware of that. And the opportunity came up to be publicly baptized in front of our my church family, our church family. And just recently we jumped at the chance. I've never strayed from God, but... Yeah. I realize that I need him more today than last year and look forward to what lies ahead. Awesome. That's wonderful. It's been fun to, to get to know you. I, I remember when you guys started coming around because you immediately started chastising me for my footwear. <laughs> Who wouldn't? You and 90% of the people in the room. It's a fashion statement. The other 10% being my parents who gave up about two decades ago. <laughs> David, have you surrendered your life to Jesus as your Savior and King? Yes, I have. And have you committed to live the rest of your life surrendered to Jesus in the community of the local church? Yes, I do. Awesome. Well, David, it's on your profession of faith that I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right, you did it. We did it. Get in here, Mia. I got to meet with Mia and her two sisters last week. Um, they're last week additions. That's exciting, right? We sat down in the in the park cafe area and, and got to chat a little bit and we're talking about Jesus and how they came to know Jesus um, and it was and it was great to, to get to know you so will you tell them a little bit of how you came to know Jesus um, so since I was young my parents have always taught me about Jesus and why I should put my trust into him and believe in him so ever since then I have and recently well not recently like two years ago is when I really started to pray to him like every day and that's when I saw him moving more in my life. Yeah. 
Can you, will you share a story of a way that you saw him moving? Um, well, when I would be really sad, like, or just like, feel down. Yeah. Feel, I would pray to him and then I would feel just like uplifted. Yeah. And I just felt him with me. Yeah, that's amazing. No, thank you. Look, you did great. You were so nervous. <laughs> she, she was like, do I have to share? I was like, we'll see what happens. So Mia, have you surrendered your life to Jesus as your savior and king? Yes. And is it your commitment to live the rest of your life surrendered to Jesus and the community of the local church? Yep. Awesome. Well, Mia, it's on your profession of faith that I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go ahead and take my arm. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not too cold, right? This is Jaleesa. As, did, I get, did I say that right? Okay, perfect. You wouldn't have corrected me, though. I think you're too nice. As we were talking last week, uh, we were, again, just having that conversation about what it is to follow Jesus and what it is to, to even profess our faith in baptism. And, and I asked uh, Jaleesa and her sister, Danielle, I said, well, have, have you guys surrendered your life to Jesus. Um, and they were like, oh, I, well, I don't know if I have. I said, well, do you, do you want to? And they both said, yes. I said, well, can, can we do it right now? And they were like, yeah, we, yeah. So, so we got to pray just last week um, in, the, in the park, you know, asking Jesus to come into their lives, to be a part of their life. So I'm so excited you're here. This is, this is super exciting. You're, you're like fresh in the family, you know that? Yeah. Has Jesus taught you anything amazing in the last week? Yes. Oh, what? To be a forgiving person. To be a forgiving Oh, that's hard. Good job. That's so awesome. So, Julissa, have you surrendered your life to Jesus as your Savior and King? Yes. And are you committed to live the rest of your life surrendered to Jesus and the community of the local church? Yes, I am. Awesome. Well, it's on your profession of faith that I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. No, it's not cold. Yeah, right? Everyone's always surprised. We're not that cruel. Like, you have to talk in front of people. You have to freeze. Like... Bring a bag of ice next time. So you also surrendered your life to Jesus last week. Yes. Has has God been teaching you anything in this past week? Um, I guess. What? Um. Well. <laughs> um. I like I've been like trying to be nicer to people. Yeah. Because like I'm usually like not really like patient and what. Yeah. Trying to be nicer. Trying to be patient. Mm-hmm. Also hard things. Awesome. So, Daniela, have you surrendered your life to Jesus as your Savior and King? Yes. And is your commitment to live the rest of your life surrendered to Jesus and the community of the local church? Yes. Awesome. Well, it's on your profession of faith that I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Everyone welcome Desiree. 
Desiree, how did you get here today? Um, I came with uh, the Redwoods. Awesome. And how did you come to know Jesus? Um, I came to know Jesus about in August. Yeah. I was just in a really dark place in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew I needed him. Yeah, that's amazing. That's super amazing. Well, I'm so glad you're here. It's, it was great to meet you this morning. Yeah, it's great to meet you too. Have you surrendered your life to Jesus as your Savior and King? Yes, I have. And are you committed to live the rest of your life surrendered to Jesus and the community of the local church? Yes. Awesome. Well, Desiree, it's on your profession of faith that I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Everyone welcome Rochelle. Rochelle, how did you come to know Jesus? Um, at Redwoods, um, I opened up the Bible and it said that on 2 Corinthians 7, um, on just the right time I helped you on the day of salvation, I, oh no, just the right time I heard you on the day of salvation, I helped you. Mm. So that's when I found him. Yeah. Because he did. He saved me. Yeah. Yeah. I Can was... I ask, where were you at when you read that verse? At Redwoods. Where were you at, even just, I don't know, in your heart, emotionally? Um, I was a little sad and down, and um, I was trying to find my, my happiness again. But um, when I actually looked back, um, I had given up hope, and I wanted to die one day. Mm. And I was laid under a bush, and I heard a voice that said, get up. Hmm. And it was. Wow, that's amazing. Sorry. Wow, he's good, right? He's good. He's really good. Sorry, I'm nervous. <laughs> no, you're doing great. Okay. <laughs> you laid under a bush and he said, get up. And now you're here. Amen. <laughs> like, we didn't need Matt's sermon. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, Rochelle, have you surrendered your life to Jesus as your Savior and King? I have. And is your commitment to live the rest of your life surrendered to Jesus and the community of the local church? Absolutely. Awesome. Well, it's on your profession of faith that I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay. <laughs> Who's next? morning. Good morning. What was your name? Shirley. Shirley. Shirley Turner. I'm sorry. I, you've told me that before. This is Shirley Turner. Shirley, why did, why did you decide to be baptized today? Well, I was baptized young, 10, 8, something like that. Yeah. And again, when I was 15, because 
I went to a strict Southern Baptist, and every time, they made me feel so guilty. If I did one little sin, I felt like, I gotta be baptized again. Mm -hmm. So I've been baptized more than once. And so when I came here and joined, okay. I didn't feel like I needed to be baptized again, because I was. Yeah. But Joanne Binner is the only mm -hmm. one that knows that I should probably have been baptized again. She said, I'll pray for you. That was like, I don't know, whenever she got baptized again. And so yeah. when Matt was talking today, it just hit me. And I just heard the words, get up and go. Get up and go. Mm. That's amazing. So do you feel like rather than being out of guilt, this is maybe for the first time about proclamation? Yes. And Jesus? Yes. I want to do his work. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. Well, this is a wonderful commissioning for a, a priest that's being sent out, for a priest who was told to get up and go. Yes. Yes. Those are scary words like forgiveness yes. and patience and got a lot of hard things today. <laughs> All right, Shirley, have you surrendered your life to Jesus as your Savior and King? I did. Awesome. And is your commitment to live the rest of your life surrendered to Jesus, getting up and going Absolutely. in the community of the local church? Absolutely. Awesome. Well, it's on your profession of faith that I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, take your time. Doing just fine for a bad knee? Twins. I see that now. We were born together. Twins that were born together. Are going to be Christian together. They're going to be baptized together. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah, twins that were born together get baptized together. I, I like that. What, who are you? What are your names? Alicia, Leticia. Leticia and Alicia. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna mess that up. You, you, you already messed it up. Uh, Alicia goes first, because I'm the oldest. Oh, please. <laughs> I'm in big trouble. So what, what made you guys decide to get baptized? When did you decide to follow Jesus? Oh, a while back, but what made my decision was listening to Matt. Yeah. It's just something moved in me, and I looked at it, and I said, let's do it. It's yeah. time. My interest was here last week when he was talking about it. So you got together and yeah. decided to do it today. Awesome. Awesome. What, so what was it that he said about baptism, do you think, that, that made, that the Holy Spirit was maybe speaking to you about? I did just the whole thing. I got teary-eyed and I felt the move to do it. Yeah. The, 
Yeah. With me, I was baptized as an infant, but yeah. you don't really know. Now it's my choice to be baptized. Yeah. Now it's your I'm choice ready. to stand here and proclaim that yes. you're on, on the side of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, have you both surrendered your lives to Jesus as your Savior and King? Yes. And is it both of your commitment to live the rest of your life surrendered to Jesus in the community of the local church? Yes. Awesome. Well, I don't think I can baptize you both at the same time. <laughs> that would be impossible. You got to dip us together. <laughs> I, I don't. I didn't. I've practiced that. I don't know how to do that. So I'm gonna. Go, I'm gonna do the youngest first because she's closer. Okay. <laughs> and it was Leticia, right? Leticia, you got oh it right. God, wow. It's on your profession of faith that I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> You, sides. you can stay just a second yeah. if you want. Then. Yes, Alicia, it's your profession of faith that I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit as well. There we go. We can work with this. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Oh, my pleasure. Have you done this before? No. I don't think. Always first. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, together, you would have known. Awesome. Will you all pray with me? Father, we, uh, gosh, it's such an honor to get to celebrate so many things today. Um, to celebrate so many different ways that you're working in people's lives and Father, I think of those words, uh, get up and go. And Lord, we are reminded today as we uh, dedicate children and families, as we commission chaplains, and as we baptize people who are professing that you are king, that you are Lord, and that they are committed to you. Father, we, we, look, at, we, we look back to those words, the get up and go. Father, the same words that Jesus told us before he left this earth was, get up and go and make disciples. So, Father, we thank you that you are moving in, in our lives. You're moving in our church. You're moving in this family of yours, calling us to action, calling us to stand on your behalf. And we just celebrate those today that have stood before this church in different ways and said, we are pursuing God with all that we have, with all that we are and with all that we can. And Father, we just thank you. Lord, we know that it is your strength that allows us to do that. We know that it's your grace that brings us here in the first place. So Father, we just praise you. We worship you. Father, we want to just shout for joy at your goodness to us. So we thank you. We are so glad that we get to come before you as your sons and daughters. We love you. We ask that just your blessing on all those who have uh, just, just kind of borne testimony to your work today. And we thank you again in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you feel inspired and moved by what God is doing here at Crosspoint. Point.